Hey, this is Jonathan Little. This is episode one of the John 427 podcast. I am uh, recording this in Collinsville, Oklahoma. I'm outside right now. Uh, looks like there's like a crescent moon right now. It's June 26th, 2019. There's lightning to the north of me. I'm walking up to my little car. And I'm going to get a good monster energy drink. These things are fabulous and unhealthy, and I love them. If they'd sponsor me, that'd be fantastic and scary. Um, I weighed 427 pounds in 2016. Um, we can get to how I gained all that weight later, um, right now, because it's very important to me that I offer you something that is helpful to you. I want to uh, give weight loss tips with every episode. Isn't that great? Um, and these tips are not for people who need to lose five pounds, although some of them are very applicable. These, everything, everything I'm, I'm talking about is aimed at morbidly obese people. People who have to lose, I'd say, over 50% of their body weight to be healthy. Um... And I'm going to end this episode by telling you my current weight as of today. Okay. But uh, at one point, I weighed 427 pounds. Um, I was a nurse. Uh, I was homeless. And I was working. Um, and I decided to kill myself in 2016. Uh, I had this little plan that I talked about with my little boy. Um, and it was that I would walk to California to lose the weight and get healthy. And I ended up uh, going on a walk. My goal weight was 170 pounds, but I didn't make it. Um, what I did, uh, I want to say it changed my life because it really changed the way I look at things and it helped me lose weight and it let me get back into dating again. But I did what a lot of people do when they try to make a big change. I slid backwards. And I went back to doing things the old way. Um, right now, I am a nurse again. Uh, my dream was to start writing and make a career of writing. And one thing that I have discovered is it's, it's really hard to focus on something like writing when you're in bad relationships or you're in a job that's super stressful takes a lot out of you I'm not saying it's impossible I'm saying it was difficult for me to do well so currently I am working as a nurse work full time right now and I am planning my next big adventure um I I still struggle with depression. I still struggle with the kind of depression that brought me down in 2016 and made me want to kill myself. So, I can't give an answer to someone on how to stop feeling that kind of depression. But I can I can help people learn to deal with it better.
Um, during the course of my walk, I, I gained a lot of followers and friends. And one of my supporters, his name was... Shit, I don't know if I can even say his name. I'm going to say his name because he's dead. He was a man. And I think it's important that we treat him with respect and the fact that he lived his life the best that he could, I believe. When he was a young man and he supported me, I don't know how he got my name or found out about me, but he lived in Ohio. And when I was walking from Oklahoma into Kansas, he started following me and he was very supportive emotionally. He was 19 years old. His name was Caleb. Um, and I may get some facts wrong. If, if I get some facts wrong, please forgive me. I'm trying to tell this story the best I can from a memory. I'm actually out in the parking lot of uh, the nursing home that I work at. Um, he supported me by telling me about his life and telling me that he enjoyed watching and hearing about my walk. And it gave him hope of dealing with his own depression. And he was uh, autistic. He was on autism spectrum. I think he was high functioning. He was a good looking kid. He was blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, very social. Really just a sweet person. And uh, he followed me through my walk when I was went through Kansas and Colorado and Utah and Nevada and California. And I came back to Oklahoma. He was still following me and he'd sent me a few messages in, in April. I think it was in April 2018. And he just told me he was feeling really bad and that he felt alone. And he had sent me messages like that before. And I think I told him, you know, just try to get through it. Just try to get through the next day. And uh, the feeling I had was that I had a lot of problems at that time. I hadn't solved all of my problems and I was trying to deal with those as best I could. And I was eliminating everything from my attention that wasn't making me closer to getting a job because I'd come back, I had not worked in a year. So I was looking for a job here in Oklahoma and I didn't want to go back to nursing. So I was looking at other places like fast food and construction security. And I couldn't find a job. And uh, I didn't want what Caleb was going through to drag me down. And I kind of ignored him. I mean, I, I blew him off. Because I was scared of going back to that place where I couldn't keep living. You keep smiling. And... Um, One morning, uh, I was staying, my mom had a boyfriend and I was staying at their place in the garage. There was a little room, a laundry room built onto the garage and I was sleeping on the floor in there and I got a message in the morning that Caleb was dead and, uh, I started crying. And um, I went for a bike ride, 
and uh, I thought about that he had uh, he supported me when I needed someone to cheer me up and I did not cheer him up I didn't really know how bad he was feeling and um, he killed himself and he, he I think he hung himself and uh, I got messages from his friends and family in Ohio and we talked and uh, I put a few Facebook videos up and and then I just started thinking about who I was at that point. And um, I had this vision of being this like guru kind of guy that helped everybody, you know, on my walk. And I came back and being like Forrest Gump or something. And uh, that wasn't who I was because this one person that asked me for help and he probably just needed me to talk to him. And I didn't do it, and uh, he killed himself, and I failed. And people told me I didn't fail. They told me he was going to do it anyways. I don't believe that. I I'm 39 years old now, and I know that the most important thing that we can do when someone tells us that they are thinking of killing themselves is to talk to them. And nothing we really say is going to change their mind. But the act of talking to them, if anything, will save them. That will. With time, people's lives can change. And that's all that you can do is give someone like that more time. And maybe they will see things differently or start living differently. Um, I, I am trying to change my life. I'm trying to do something completely different than what I had been doing and it just seems impossible sometimes um, I wanted a relationship after my wife had left and it took this bad relationship that I had for me to see that I need to be careful about who I keep in my life. All of you need to be careful who you keep in your life because they set you up for who you're going to be. This is the first episode of this podcast and it's not always going to be talking about this kind of thing. But I hope that me digging deep and talking about serious things sometimes will be helpful to you and will let you see things in a way that, that can help your life.
I'll walk through the building here and I'm going to uh, weigh myself and I'll end this episode. This is the first episode of the John 427 podcast. I'm walking through this hallway of this nursing home and it's bright and there's flowers here. There's uh, workers here. I set my monster on my drug cart. There's the funeral flowers. There's pictures of a bear. Buildings over here. There's this little lady here sitting. She's reading a book. And then um, she says she's not reading a book. Walking through this hallway. It smells like pee. Um, coming through. I have to change this table. Um, see, I've been a nurse since 2012. I'm opening this door, flip on the light, and I'm walking over to the scale. I'm going to push the power button on the scale in this bathroom. It's really nice. It's like a spa bathroom. There's a spa tub with a TV built into it. Okay, I'm stepping up on the scale. I'm sharing with you. The scale is reading. Still moving. Three, eight, six. Okay, three eighty six. Okay. At one point, I had got my weight down to two sixty when I ended my walk. My goal weight had been one hundred and seventy. When I came back to Oklahoma in twenty eighteen, I weighed two hundred sixty pounds, but I've gained back all that weight. So, as I start this podcast, <laughs> every episode, I will try to give you a weight. We can see how I'm doing. I'm getting back to being healthy again. Um, if you like this podcast, uh, tell people about it, because I want to switch from being a nurse to being a podcaster and writer. Okay? I also like to do comedy. Um, I hope that talking about these things helps people. But this has been the first episode of the John 427 podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. God bless you, and please like and share and tell people about our podcast. Bye-bye.